From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, November 17th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Four people are dead after a shooting last night at the Mentor Green Mobile Home Park along the border of Mentor and Willoughby, northeast of Cleveland. ONN's Carmen Blackwell reports. The deadly shooting, an hours-long standoff here, ended with three people dead, one person in the hospital, and the gunman, now dead after barricading himself inside one of these trailers, then turning the gun on himself. Several law enforcement agencies from across Lake County responded to the scene last night, including the Ohio BCI, who's helping with this investigation. Residents who were on property during the standoff were evacuated nearby to Minner Senior Center. I'm Carmen Blackwell. A gun was fired inside a store in south-central Ohio yesterday. ONN's Andrew Kinsey explains. Police say a two-year-old accidentally shot a gun inside of a Pike County Walmart. Waverly police say a woman and her two-year-old son were inside the store when that boy took her gun from inside of her purse, causing it to go off. The bullet hit the ceiling and that boy hit himself in the forehead with the magazine, causing a minor injury. That mother taken into custody, now charged with endangering children. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Police in the Columbus suburb of Grandview Heights are asking for the public's help locating two people they're calling persons of interest in the Monday attack on 57-year-old Stephen Albright, who has died from his injuries. ONN's Kevin Landers has more. Grandview Heights police released video of two people they are calling persons of interest. The victim's brother tells us Stephen was struck behind and fell to the ground, causing a severe brain injury. This all happened at the corner of Fifth Avenue and Dublin Road near the railroad tracks. When medics arrived, Stephen was unconscious. If you know anything about this case, you're urged to call the Grandview Heights Police Department. Reporting from the OSU Wexner Medical Center, Kevin Landers. The Ohio School Bus Safety Group met for the fourth time yesterday to talk about changes that can be made to keep students safer. The group was formed after a young boy died in a school bus crash near Springfield on the first day of school. The group heard from Colleen Hall, a bus driver instructor, who says the pre-trip check is crucial. If my eyes are checking that every single day to make sure, and if I do start seeing wear and tear, I make sure that I write that up and it goes to our mechanic immediately. Transportation consultant Doug Palmer was also there. The techniques, driving skills, we need to have that enhancement. Understanding the weight and center of gravity, we, we need this from our pre-service team as an enhanced training. Uh, reducing fatigue driving, threat assessments and situational awareness, and also we need an, a module for evacuation and emergency practice. Seat belts on buses previously have been discussed. The group is to make safety recommendations by the end of the year. They started yesterday's meeting with a moment of silence for the six killed in a crash on Tuesday involving a charter bus from Tuscarawas Valley High School. Speaking of that crash, visitation and funerals for the three students and three adults from that community are being held today through Tuesday. In suburban Toledo, police in Maumee are asking for the public's help to provide information about the death of an elderly man. ONN's Amanda Fay has more. Maumee police are needing your help in a death investigation. They're looking for the person who got into a fight with 76-year-old John Meeker back on November 4th at Sidecut Metro Park. Doctors treated Meeker at the hospital, but he later died. Anyone with any information is urged to call Maumee police. I'm Amanda Fay. 
Ohio's unemployment rate increased in the latest report, but the state's job situation continues to have positive aspects. Here's ONN's Dave James. The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services says the state's jobless rate increased from 3.4% in September to 3.6% in October. But the labor force, not including agriculture, has reached an all-time high of 5,655,900. The state says this is the highest payroll employment reported since tracking it began in 1990. The total number of Ohioans listed as unemployed stands at 207,000. Dave James, ONN News. Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow injured his wrist in last night's loss to Baltimore. Head coach Zach Taylor says the situation isn't ideal, but the team is looking forward. We got a chance to regroup, and all the things that we really wanted to do are still in front of us. And so um, we're going to have opportunities to do that. We control our own destiny at this point, you know, by just winning these these games that are in front of us, starting with Pittsburgh. And I know our guys are going to be fired up in the right mindset to be able to do that. Cincinnati's next game is a week from Sunday at home against Pittsburgh. Less than 24 hours before a scheduled court hearing challenging the Big Ten suspension of University of Michigan head football coach Jim Harbaugh, the university announced yesterday the Big Ten and Harbaugh have reached an agreement in the sign-stealing investigation the conference was conducting. ONN's Dave Holmes in Columbus has the story. The University of Michigan released this statement. The university, Coach Harbaugh, and the Big Ten resolved their pending litigation. The conference agreed to close its investigation, and the university and Coach Harbaugh agreed to accept the three-game suspension. Coach Harbaugh, with the university's support, decided to accept the sanction to return the focus to our student-athletes and their performance on the field. The conference has confirmed that it is not aware of any more information suggesting Coach Harbaugh's involvement in the allegations, The university continues to cooperate fully with the NCAA investigation. I'm Dave Holmes. And the Cleveland Zoo has some new babies. ONN's Dave Chadowski reports. The Cleveland Metro Park Zoo has just welcomed two new baby tiger cubs. They were born on November 6th to mom Zoya and dad Hector. Zoo staff says the mom and the cubs are showing positive signs of bonding and they will spend the next couple of months in a special maternal den before they are moved to the outdoor tiger habitat. Also at Cleveland Metro Parks Zoo, the annual Wild Winter Lights display begins tonight. Thanks to our TV affiliates, WKYC in Cleveland, WBNS in Columbus, and WTOL in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.